Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast, another episode of Talk To Me Toast. I forget which one we're on now, but as you can imagine, we have an amazing guest on today's episode. She is, she is a phenomenal person. She is, you know, a resource to an entire community here that didn't even really exist at some point. Um, you might know her from the case scope this is already a dead giveaway, but <laughs> I have Yvonne. <laughs> I'm like, once she's that case, I'm like, okay, it's not a surprise anymore. Thank yeah, you, Tosin. There's, there's no surprise there. Thank you for coming on. I, I'm so excited that this is happening because obviously, like, I put out the tweets and I figured you didn't see it, but my plan was to hunt you down wherever you were hiding. <laughs> You know, I remember opening Twitter. I think it was after I had listened to Renny's podcast. Like, I was listening and I was just, like, vibing and posting online. Like, yo, you guys should listen to Tosin's podcast. And then I go on Twitter and then I see that you are here saying we should have one. I'm like, guys, where's my wig? Like, what is going on? Oh, my day. Like, I'm blown. But yes, no, thank you. Not Yvonne telling me no. As in, Yvonne, if there's one person in this story that's not allowed to tell me I've blown on top of this podcast, it's you. It's actually you. Do you know? I was going to share a, a story. Do you re- remember ever meeting me in person? Let me, I, let me ask that question. Yes, I, I've actually met in person a couple of times, I believe. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. know? I think we have, but I just don't remember exactly we, when, you know? Okay, so I, I do remember. I do. I feel like I we've been at like different events. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's one where was it? It was like the first time I was like properly like meeting you and stuff. Okay. But you had a lot. You were basically the celebrant. It was Case Cup's anniversary. Um, the one at um, what's Kiza. the most place? Yeah, Kiza. Oh um, yes. There? So I'm I was like, there. Yeah, yeah. I was actually like one of the first people to get there. <laughs> so I was like ridiculously early and i remember you had this like very interesting outfit that i was yeah. just like wow I, that, like, that was literally my reaction i can't remember who i was um with at the time i was hanging out with a few different people um <laughs> and i remember you just like walking and we were like ah, ah. like but <laughs> this black ish situation i don't even know how to describe it now but is it a cape is it a i don't know i don't know what was going on but it was it was energy and we were feeling it um and i just remember like being in awe of yvonne and i'm not even saying this because wow, she's wow, wow. here like yvonne is one of those people that like you know how like people never read themselves the way you read them i feel like yvonne personifies that because my first like impression impression of yvonne or just general first impression of yvonne was just like wow like wow <laughs> like, I, like... <laughs> right yeah. now i'm literally like so i'm like wait hold on what is going on right now what is she saying but no i remember that day let me tell you what i was wearing actually um i have this i was like i have to make an appearance like this is my very first event for Kate scope and to be very honest with you i wish i had more wisdom then um it was very overwhelming as well like i was like oh my goodness like now that i've done an event like i know what you know goes into it but i digress so what i was wearing was um i had a custom made two-piece by zoba martin she made it was like a, a top cape so the top part was short and the bottom was long it was almost like a dress the back and then yeah. the pants were like flare like the pants were huge and i'm already tall so it's like what is that moving 
mobile mass of movement what is going on there <laughs> so um no i'm actually in like i'm so like you're telling you're talking about me and i'm sitting here like can't be me like look at me right now like my hair is out like i look like a <laughs> bum but no thank you talking about things i feel like people tell you stuff like this all the time like people people like i'm not the first person to like bang girl <laughs> i feel like this, this is a normal thing that, that happens in your life. I don't know. I don't know why you're so shocked, but like, okay. First of all, okay, it's not a normal thing. I, I, I mean, so I do know when when people share. I, I'm, I'm literally, I stand. You know, I don't know if you've seen that meme before. Um, um, you know the kid that looks. He like they're already taking screenshots, but he looks sideways and he looks forward really quickly. The black little kid. I think he's in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something. yeah. So when people tell me that, I'm just sitting. I'm looking like can't be me it can't be talking about me it can't be me so no honestly i've heard this before and i and i always just say i don't know what it is and i think it's mainly because i'm super tall i am really tall but i mean i'm not super super tall but like i'm also big so when people see me they're like wow you are something you are just coming in here um, doing a lot of things you know <laughs> i feel like maybe that's it with some people but definitely not me because like i feel like i'm taller than you or oh, right true, around the true, same height and yeah you know, like, I'm also big. So I, I think I, for me, it's more, I guess, knowing the work that you do and the level of impact that you have. Um, so let me just give you a quick background. Actually, you know what? Why don't you tell the listeners that might, for some reason, not know what the K-Scope is, what the K-Scope is? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Yvonne. Most people know me as Yvonne Ben. I am lead curator and founder of the K-Scope. The K-Scope is your one resource. Like, we have, we've had, like, taglines upon taglines. It was the time it was experienced. Um, no, connect, share, and grow, because that was the mandate. We wanted people to connect, people to share, and also grow in the process of doing that. Mm. But we have grown, and now we are the number one hub for people to find African experiences. And when I say experiences, um, I mean fashion and food, mostly just the culture. Like, you, you get to experience the culture yeah. locally. You don't have to leave the country. Um, and we do that as as a way of you know being able to to um propel our local vendors here that are doing amazing things right and i think one of the things just presentation that we were lacking so i said let me fix that so long story short the case scope is an avenue for you to experience africa locally and community as well i love that 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 was a very very good way to sum up what the case scope is um, and I feel like you guys do that, you know, excellently because at the time I found out about the K-Scope, I was in uni, so I was in UTM and there was just nothing like that. Like there were ASAs and stuff, but to be able to just go on social media and see stuff. I mean, at the time, I think you guys are the, hmm, hmm my reaction is about to betray me. Uh, <laughs> you guys were the, oh no, I'm not going to say this thing. I'm not going to say this thing because just um okay. it was the colored oh my god okay <laughs> i think you guys should you know what you know what you should do though you know the word the actual word yeah kaleidoscope just say that and add i-a-n at the end so you're not overwhelmed because it's a lot of syllables in this yeah like, what is going on here but here's the thing you've already said the word so what she said <laughs> so <laughs> that was, that was, 
That was so really cool. <laughs> I, I see. It's called the kaleidoscope and the kaleidoscope. Exactly. And I think, given how I just struggled for like what feels like a minute and a half to see it, I think you can kind of understand where they were coming from in rebranding yeah. and just being the case scope. Um, but you know, it kind of worked because when you guys became the case scope, we understood why you guys were called the case scope. You get? I feel like if you came out as the case scope, it would be like, huh? Um, but like with your old name that shall not be named um <laughs> it made sense because it was you know just this fusion of color and you guys were doing yeah. you were putting people on you know it was good for everyone so and it still is like it literally is the same concept of what it was then i feel like mm-hmm. has just continued to evolve so like you said you're experiencing africa locally so you know we were as international students who had just moved to this country didn't know anything it was this spot where you could go and you know find out about african vendors and honestly i don't know if it's that more people have started opening businesses or you know there's just so much more awareness now but it feels like there's just been this like burst of your new stuff happening is it just me no honestly i like i'm on the same wavelength with you because it was like out of nowhere there was just this alarming i don't know like a lot of businesses became i guess it was more so businesses being being forced to close this was like i think beginning of last year or maybe ending of the year before right businesses started like coming online and i think what we provided a lot of people didn't find valuable at first because it was like i'm still selling food so what's up (laughs) i was like (laughs) okay but now it's like everybody's forced to digitize their business and they don't know how to go about it right so now it's like okay this is how we can help you present your business online properly right because the pandemic came and threw people like Mm. left right like I don't know what that slang was, but it's, it's a, like, funny on your own. Like, we were just, like, being, t- like, what is going yeah. on today? The, we're open tomorrow. We're closed tomorrow. It's like, wear a mask, but eat when you're wearing the mask, but don't eat. Like, it's like, what is happening, you know? <laughs> so, um, people were just like, you know what, let me just go online and just deliver or have people pick up food. Um, so, I guess that's what happened. Because now it's like, wow, like, where did all of this? All this come from? Exactly. I, I would even say it's pre-pandemic as well. There, there was, you know, starting to be, you know, an increase in like people mm-hmm. in the scene. And I think what, you know, the case scope and I guess a lot of, I don't know, I, I, personally from my lens of like my view of the internet, I feel like the case scope has probably had the most influence in just my awareness of African businesses. And I'll say even specifically Nigerian businesses. Um, but... I feel like, you know, there's different brands and I do, I'm do. i not calling out like my favorite brands or anything like that. I'm just going to be saying random brands. Um, <laughs> but a brand like SK Cooks, you know, had been... Mm-hmm. I lived in Itoiko, SK Cooks in Itoiko, and I didn't know SK Cooks existed. And I think, um, you know, you posted something one day um, or reposted. So it was so random. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I can get powdered yam at a VC delivered to my house. <laughs> like, like today <laughs> I literally I remember just going off Instagram and ordering like it was that instant because it, it, there was just nothing like that you know there was just nothing mm-hmm. and now it's so common to be able to get African food delivered to you like and I think I, back to you know saying African because you have also exposed me to the different you know African cultures that exist in the GTA 
like because mm-hmm. you know when you are i i don't know how, like there's two countries i really see being present um mm-hmm. you know in the gta there's ethiopian culture that's very like mm-hmm. you know yeah, ethiopians they have their community and like you know they they like there's a sense of community there um yeah and then nigerians and i would say sometimes like ghanaians but mm-hmm. it's not as like you know prevalent as like in the states or something um yeah yeah and i think those are like the main like and some other east african if east african countries as well um yeah but to be able to see um i don't know if i'm pronouncing this right but then i never knew is it kele kele oh um kele really kele really i like i saw you talking about that and i was like that's so interesting like actually like first of all i did a lot of things and then i like i didn't know you could get that in the gta oh my goodness that's so it's actually i feel like initially i thought we actually had that as in nigerian like cuisine like we had kimi but then someone mentioned it's not prominent it's like plantain is that the one that you're talking about the one that i was yeah from yeah i I was like wait do we have this but someone was like yeah we do but then in a different tribe and i'm like okay Mm. okay i mean i mean but now we have it here (laughs) yeah i remember that like really interesting so I guess to start asking you questions what made you start this because now it's very it makes so much sense now that this exists but what made you I guess where did the idea come from and what made you run with it um so I would I would just you know chalk it up to God because like some like at times we we desire to do other things our goal like we see you know people you know thriving in different like areas of their lives and or different industries and like yo i can do that but you can't it's not your calling right so mm. i always just thank god because he just impressed it upon it was like a burden i was carrying so first of all when i went to university in Sudbury, ontario and i love that city i love how it helped me grow pretty much with caseful and I, like laurentian university as well was like that was the, the, the place i was able to cultivate the community that that aspect of being able to build and see the value in serving other people right so initially yeah. in, in Sudbury there weren't a lot of like African businesses African representation wasn't there there were there were Africans living there but there wasn't a, a, a hub or a community just a, there, were, there was a community like it, it, it was not accessible that's exactly what I was about to say so I had started my blog um Sudbury street style because I used to wear like the, the most like I still wear African print but like I used to wear the brightest colors brightest prints and I would you know take pictures of myself and I said you know what let me just find other people who are like aesthetically like you know blown like their minds are just yeah. resting super nice and stuff and I started taking pictures of them and then I remember um, an African store opened up in Sudbury before okay get this we used to drive four hours yeah. to Toronto to get African groceries. <laughs> it was like people would be buying for family and they would pack like a whole car filled and they'll be delivering at different houses. Like it was that crazy. So um I remember when an African store finally opened up and someone told me I'm like shut the front door. I ran there like very quick and then I started like asking them questions. I didn't interview. I said I want to let people know I didn't tell them because I, I, I didn't drive in Sudbury so I was like you can take this bus end up here and walk in like I gave people like boom like this is what you need to do. This is while you know still taking pictures of people and sharing it and 
then I said, you know what, like, let me share, like, other African, like, fashion, um, all these things were happening simultaneously. And then the next thing, CBC reached out to me, and I was wow. like, what? What do you want from me? And they were like, oh, you know, we see this year your blog is making waves, and we'd like you to talk about, you know, what you do, why you're doing it. And I, my story was, you know, I love wearing African print, and I just love, you know, pro- promoting people who, you know, wear African fashions. I just, just wear really nice clothes. And then another time they reached out to me saying, oh, you know, we saw your interview about this store that just opened up and we are highlighting African businesses and we want to ask you about your experience. And then they asked me about my experience and I was like, you know what, this is something cool. Then I think a couple months after a friend of mine, you know, talked about there's this event in Toronto happening called African Fashion Week. And I was like, okay, that would be nice. And the next thing, they sent me an email saying that I was nominated as African Fashion Blogger of the Year. I was like, what are you talking about? Wow. Okay, like, I live in Sudbury, Ontario. How can I be the African Fashion Blogger of the Year? Don't y'all got more Africans? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was so pleased. And right now, like, I'm, I'm very honored to be working with African Fashion Week Toronto as well. So it's, it's, it's been I'm a really it's actually journey. full circle. No, yo, that is the, <laughs> that's the real truth. <laughs> but um, so after that, like, I, I was able to then say, okay, you know what? Like, I am the kaleidoscopian because if you look into a kaleidoscope, you see a lot of colors and patterns. And because I am the one, you know, taking and you know putting all these businesses online and all these um fashion looks online. I am the kaleidoscopian and people were like chewing their mouth like what is why is it so the kaleidica the kaleidica I'm like you don't have to be evil they tell me to pronounce it <laughs> but um so long story short um that is how the whole idea started it started me in terror and I used to work in um like in the university I like I joined the African um, student group and I was just you know pushing you know, for the school to to add a lot of um, African-led initiatives to help us international students from Nigeria and other parts of Africa feel more at home. Like there was a time we had, I think it was Education Week, International Education Week, and we had a week where they were serving Nigerian food in the cafeteria. It was the highlights of my life. It was amazing. That's... And like after that, I got a job in the, like in the international department. So it was like it's been like a lot of things just building up and it's just like god impressing on my heart that this is what i want you to do i want you to serve a community everywhere you go right like in the african yeah. community yeah yeah and that's such an incredible like origin story and i feel like it makes sense um it makes sense that you kind of started this thing like wait once you said sudbury i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> because um I feel like anyone that's listening that isn't too familiar with like you know just Ontario geography like just just go and look at your map just you know humor yourself um, there's Toronto and then there's you know Sudbury um, so I think like I don't even know exactly where it is on the map I, I just know yeah, it's North Ontario it's North, North okay okay yeah, it's cold over there uh, okay 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 you go girl um, so 
I, I don't even know if that's like driving distance to be fair. Okay, you said four hours. It that's, is. It is that's driving. That's insane. Yeah. Like, like, why are you driving four hours from Toronto? Okay, but um, <laughs> I it's funny because I I don't really think of you know much of Ontario outside mm-hmm. of the GTA. You know, yeah. I my my Ontario includes you know Toronto, Mississauga, Brampton, Oakville, Hamilton, Scarborough-ish, Milton-ish. Um, yeah. yeah, anything you know outside of those cities is like, wait, what? Like, even yeah. when people tell me Barry, Barry I'm like, Barry, why yeah. do you mean Barry? Like, <laughs> okay, and then New York, like the York region as well, like York, yeah. Mon, yeah. like, yeah, th- those make sense to me, but I mean, not like any cities like census or anything, mm-hmm. but um, I, I just don't think of these cities. Um, so that's really interesting. You mentioned something, right? Like you, you've done work with African Fashion Week Toronto, and I think mm-hmm. that aside from just businesses and even people, sometimes you've also kind of exposed me to just cool stuff going on in the GTA. So I think it was through you I found out about Super Freak. Actually, it was through you I found out about Afro Chic, and oh, then yeah. through yeah. that I found out about Super Freak, and then through that like. I just found yeah. about like different things and different people yeah. that I would have never been exposed to. And I remember like it was in that same period like where you put up like something about Afro Chic that African Fashion Week was coming up. And it was almost this revelation for me because at the time I was working with like, a magazine that was trying to curate like, you know, stuff going on. Um, and we're trying to do some, you know, Toronto stuff because obviously there's people here. And I all of a sudden was being exposed to this new side of the GTA or specifically Toronto that I had never even, you know, mm. thought about. Like there were people, I was like, wait, there's models. There's like a community of that. There's, you know, fashion, like African fashion is like a thing. Like <laughs> this is no. gonna sound silly, but like it wasn't just something that was like top of mind. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like I found about Zuba Martin True. through you and like all these brands. Um, So I guess my question here is just, how what what's your approach like towards community like because it almost seems like the way you work mm-hmm. and I, correct me if i'm wrong but it almost seems like you don't really think of the concept of competition like it doesn't bother you you know if anyone is coming up to do something that's i guess similar to what you're doing for from my perspective it seems like you know everyone is just what, exactly. same mission and collaborating like exactly yeah why 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 is that your approach and do you ever like worry about you know maybe further down the line having to compete with other brands yeah um i used to you know what's so funny that like it's actually really good that you asked that question because it's more of this, this stage of maturity right and i remember um I remember someone was telling me something about if you know God, you wouldn't have to run for the bus. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> and then the understanding is that we all have our path, like we all have our own different, you know, things, talents, and we're supposed to do. And then the goal is just to be focused on what God is telling you to do. And that mindset of like not running after anything is that you would be well set in your life you'd be receiving that discernment you would just know enough to to understand that you don't need to um, worry about you know things like that 
and and it hit me i was like you know what that's so true because i'd be running for like yo i like i used to run for things and it wasn't making any sense like if you're if you're you know if you know who god is you would be at peace right but you know the human nature that sometimes we tend to just look at what we see right away like it's very hard to to see beyond right what i see right now if there's fire around my house i'm like yo it's burning right but it, it takes it takes me to get out of the building to see that the building is actually standing it's just what i'm seeing right now right it's not like mm-hmm. fire cannot be you know it, the fire can be put out right so at times we see fire and we think this is the end act act right now but then we are as christians we are we're pushed to instead of being in that state of always acting always doing without seeking discernment mm. you're pushed to actually seek god first and i think initially it was like oh my god like, i don't know what's gonna happen like you know uh, more people are coming into the space like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and then this voice just told me you need not worry right because the thing is the mindset is once you start to worry that it then stains your your work ethic, right? You're on your UV, you would be making decisions based off of the fact that you want to be one of the next person. So after receiving that revelation, it was more like, listen, this is not, like, this is definitely not a competition because everybody is providing service. Now, are we going to um, just say, okay, because everybody's doing it, no, we shouldn't do it, fam. Have you ever had Pepsi and Coca-Cola in your fridge? Okay, <laughs> and that's the end of the story. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that everybody has their own, and I don't, I'm not even worried to be very honest. I even actually encourage more people to come because that means more diversity. That means more mm-hmm. views are being shared. That means you know more people are finding more people because I found a lot of a lot of, of, of businesses through through my. Um, the other vendors other businesses in our community the other directories in our community because i'm like yo i did not know this and sometimes people will come to me and they say oh i have music and i would like to share some music i'm like oh we don't actually do that but visit our friends at this brand oh i have this and i would like to do this we don't do this visit because we do not like we try like my my understanding is everybody serves a specific purpose right or even more right so i just push people because if we if we all don't grow then we are, you know, it doesn't make any sense. There's no need to push and and, and, and fight and do all these things. Yeah. Then it doesn't, then God is not there, right? So for me, it's been the space of like propelling others, community. How can we help you grow, right? If God says tomorrow, Yvonne, your purpose for the case scope is, has, is finished. To him, I have succeeded. To me, I have succeeded because I understand that God's set goals are different from man, man, you know, man-made goals. So if someone were to say, oh, Yvonne, you ended the case scope. Wow, it was going so well. Wow, I can't believe that. Then it would be something where they see it as I have failed. But to God, I, it has served its purpose, right? So um, yeah. I never, I never worry. I just count it all joy. And I'm in this space, in this space of like peace. This, I, That's why it's called the indescribable peace. You, you cannot understand it because there's so much happening, right? And and I thank God because um, there were times where it was so hard. Like I wouldn't even lie, Kscope was Kscope is. I thought that it was still alive. <laughs> Kscope, <laughs> Kscope. Um, there were times where it was very, very, very hard. Like I was I was putting a lot of money. I was you know going for events, and I was like, yo, I'm not getting paid enough, right? 
but then I think I had shared this at the room the clubhouse room that you had because initially I was seeing my friends who were thriving with their side hustles right or at least that's what I was hearing like well they would have made this or they would have made that you know how like online everybody's just sharing and their their accomplishments and I'm like god I'm not making all of these what is going on right so I said you know what I'll just be taking on every kind of thing that was coming my way like I was thinking I'll just I'll take this I'll take I'll take that but then of course those things failed and it got frustrating because that was not God's call for me with this business and I think that's what happens to a lot of us at times we decide and we start doing but we don't call on God but the Bible says that the the like the plans like we make our plans but God's plans actually set like those ones are the ones that actually take effect right so um it was very frustrating because I was like okay I need to make money I was just charging people random numbers in my head whatever I feel like and I will you know and then sometimes all those things were just stressful and I think um just after you know just saying God I don't understand every time I try to end this business something comes up and I think you're trying to tell me something so what exactly is it you need me to do and then I just received this notion that it's about serving people it's not about money right um and and that hit me like it really hit me because it was like this whole time I was being you know peer pressured by the success around me that I just thought that I had that I was able to coin that or I am able to coin that success by myself right but Christ is like I am divine and without me you can do nothing if you just detach yourself you are out of place right so I was out of place for a couple of years and you know running of course God you know God you know gives us a future and hope he would not be mocked so the the brand itself you know kept going people kept talking about the brand people kept saying the brand this brand is worth investing in people would say oh talk to Kesko but i had not come to this understanding i wasn't in alignment but now i am and i'm thankful to god and i keep praying every day and i'm like god honestly this business is yours i am just a servant you just tell me what to do and i will do it you just tell me how to help people and i will do it and and it's really changed like my understanding of how life is and and what what you know success is right like now i'm like i know what success is now i understand that success is not what i coined it to be but what god wanted it to be so yeah <laughs> i hope that answers I, the question it did and i think as someone again who's followed you and your brand over time it just it makes so much sense to me it makes so much sense to me i can see it i you know even when you talk about peace like you to me in some ways are like the definition of like staying in your lane like i i <laughs> y- yeah you just don't like even hearing this to me is like shocking and i think um now that you say and now that i look back in the ways that the, the k school brand has evolved i can kind of see it so you know before we end this episode i did just want to quickly talk about um what i feel like was in my eyes a turning point for the key scope which is when you rebranded mm. um so it kind of i feel like happened in phases i know you worked with and you guys are, are listening you know i'm in branding so like i kind of i'm a little bit nerd when it comes to these things um but i know you worked with an artist to like do your yeah. new logo and stuff so that was like one layer and i you know i love that for you and then you worked with a brand new thing, right? Yeah. And it seemed like, you know, 
I'm, I, I don't know. I might be wrong. But it seemed like after those two things happened, mm-hmm. there was just this new momentum. Like, there was just, like, I saw you doing new things with your stories. Mm-hmm. I saw you, you know, even curating some, you know, different things. I, I Basically, what I'm saying is I see you. You know, <laughs> I see the thing you're doing. And it just felt like there was more, in a sense, mm-hmm. intentionality. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. there was a point with the case scope where you were doing amazing stuff, but a lot of it was spontaneous, right? Mm-hmm. But then it seemed like, you know, you kind of had hit this thing and you, ha- you had some kind of epiphany and then mm-hmm. it was just all of a sudden this very established thing. Um, so tell us, tell us about okay. that. Let me actually pull up verse of it here. Okay, let me find it. <laughs> I love. Can I just say that I love how ah, Yvonne stays like you gas me up so much just in terms of my spiritual walk because the definition of like walking in faith, like literally, like taking the word and this is how it applies. I love it. Love to see it. <laughs> no, I'm glad. I'm, I'm always because the thing is, I find that um, it's always when I when I try to explain it, like I can't find this verse. When I try to explain it, it's really really hard. Um, but I there's a song that I heard. But okay, let me explain what happened. I think it was shortly after I came to that understanding, right? I came to that realization. This is. But what it what the what we're trying to make? Hey, Yvonne, sorry, I don't know what just happened, but it started cutting out a bit. So, do you want to just restart the answer? Because I feel like what you're saying is really important. I want everyone to hear. Oh, now is this better now? Hello. Let me see. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I think we're good now. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, so I was saying I was looking for the Bible verse, but I cannot find it. But if someone finds it listening, please send it to me at Yvonne on this workbench. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what I was trying to say was that it was shortly after I had that realization and I came to the understanding that this is of servants. Like I have to be a servant and I'm just providing service that everything started coming. So this this Bible verse is, I will send people for you. Um, it's like, when you focus on God, like there are also many Bible verses that talk about just focusing on God, like look to God and he will give you the desires of your heart. So initially I understand what I needed to do with case as I shared. But he, my from looking to make profit out of it to you know looking to to make an impact out of it and then he then gave me that servitude because then I feel more at peace because you don't want to be in a situation doing something right so when God gave me that desire I was just hey Yvonne we I don't know if it's my internet or yours, but you just cut out for like a whole minute there. Whoa, can you hear me now? So actually, okay, maybe not a whole minute, but like, um, so the last thing I heard was, it was, your your perspective kind of changed from, you know, the desire to make money to the, to the desire to make impact. Okay, yes, yes. And then God started sending people. So then he sent Yao Tony from, like Yao Tony, he's the, the artist who created the, yeah. The logo he gave us brand colors and everything 
and then a brand new thing she coined our tagline if you guys don't know a brand new thing then i do not know what you're doing okay your business needs an upbeat because i said so so you need to go meet her but she helped <laughs> us coin the experience africa locally tagline and it is a banger say what like it actually like perfectly encapsulates what you guys are yeah so when i when you know my mindset changed and thought that it's sending people to serve the purpose that he called case hope for so that's why i was looking for the bible verse um he it, god has just been coining everything so i think that's exactly what happened when i now came to this mindset god then i started adding things to build it up to say okay this is this is the the focus this is the view this is what it is and this brand is going to sort of like to use your word encapsulate like what i need it to do right and it looks clean and i just got attracted to things that look clean and put together i hated like when things are just scattered and all over the place just make order right so um that has just been my drive and i and i'll probably just end up with saying that listen like god is always speaking but we are sometimes too busy to listen like we're always busy like like no nah, god is always speaking so i would recommend like you know if you don't know who god is i would just recommend probably just taking a step and just listening like or just even asking just just searching cuz god is very he's just he listens and he just wants you to just ask right and if you know god then you know what i'm talking about just keep listening keep seeking and your business just just give it to him that's what i that's what i said um because if if price is like yo end this thing i'm going to have to end it right so it's it's you have to come to that space like abraham willing to sacrifice all that you have and then knowing that it belongs to god and it's supposed to serve a purpose right so yeah thanks sis, for that question i'm literally just smiling ear to ear <laughs> i swear i am yeah actually a breath of fresh air and i I love, you know, just your perspectives and your approach and I feel like I just have so much I was asking on um <laughs> and I I I said this, you know, in a couple previous episodes, but we definitely have to do this again, Yvonne. Definitely. Like, Thank you so much. We I I I'm going to say the things we need to talk we need to talk about like I part of what I wanted to bring up was just the African student experience, but I feel like that's a whole thing. Yo. Um and you know you kind of say something about you know your time at Sudbury so like mm-hmm. you know we have to talk about that Yo, you know, that's a panel that's a huge yeah <laughs> and then we we also have to talk about just like you know your experience working with business owners and mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. everything you're kind of taking from there so there there's just so much that you have to offer so you can now see why I was excited to bring you on um and I yeah agree. i think mm-hmm. no sorry go ahead I was going to say I also wanted to thank you Tosin because you have built like a space like like a safe space for people to come and just share and also just you being honest and authentic it's just it's like a breath of fresh air as well like I really really love that thank you for having me on here and for all that you do because you're amazing you're making me blush <laughs> yeah fully yeah fully making me blush but thank you thank you thank you thank you um so yeah guys if you enjoyed this episode first of all I don't even care how you felt about this episode go follow Yvonne because she's doing lots of work so follow her at it's going to be in the description but i know not everybody checks there so it's at 
Yvonne underscore Ben, right? Yes, that's it. And then, of course, you have to follow the key scoop. Like, I, like, I mean, I mean, right? Um, I mean, <laughs> if you're following so, me, you might as well follow the key scoop. We're one and the same, okay? Please. Exactly. It literally is one and the same. Um, and yeah, the key scoop is just an amazing work. I feel like we can't actually like it's one of those things that you kind of have to see and experience it to understand you know the impact that they're having and just their value to the community oh yeah so Our definitely f- I but, oh yeah we did not talk that um yvonne has gone and done it again and she again. has a shopping directory let me tell you like you you've done a number of tech stuff like here and there like you had the app at some point Oh but God. this is and then there was the events calendar and you know this is by far like just take it from me i'm, I'm not saying this to get you this is by far like my favorite thing that you've done mm-hmm. why because it's so simple mm-hmm. um guys if you live anywhere in the gta you know that okay you hear about these african businesses but where are they like is there anyone near me like who can i reach out to Yvonne has gone and added a location location feature, right? So mm-hmm. basically you can access the businesses that are closest to you. And when you think about the number of African businesses that the K-Scope has within, you know, that it's probably the largest directory of African businesses mm-hmm. in the GT, mm-hmm. if I you know do say so. So to have that added with a location feature that can help you filter that, like it come on, like yeah. it, it just makes so much sense. It just like I can't like it's it's very simple thing but i can guarantee you i had never thought about that but i have experienced the problem of just not knowing what was near me at any given time because you know sometimes you're moving you know around the gc i I moved from somewhere nigeria was so close to me and then in my new place i just didn't know you know (laughs) i was very lucky i was supposed to i was supposed to nigeria i was supposed to um get girl, get girl. Wow, i was girl, you're just close to yeah i was living the life and then you know tnt kitchen used to deliver to me uh-uh. um ah, i had places i have the, like, the, the best case study for us so what have you done i was using you don't understand ask at beauty every day my case could discount <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i think what you to tell me i understand has expired i said mm, mm-mm. Yo. Oh. oh my goodness. Thank but you. yeah, definitely go check out the case scope. Um it, it, they handle the case scope underscore, right? Yes, it's T no no underscore, but it's just T H E case scope. We were able to steal it before someone else caught it. I, I for some reason have put an underscore at the back, but yeah, so it's T H E K scope S C O P E. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, just wanted to add that the case scope directory is live now. So just go to their social media page and you can find out all about it. Um, and thank you for all the love um towards the birthday episode that went out yesterday. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope you guys have an amazing week ahead. As always, feel free to reach out to me on social media at toast underscore adini on Twitter and toast.adini on Instagram. Bye.